Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Any any last words to the listeners out there or to uh, Chris and Cam in their absence? They can't they can't clap back right now. So you got them you got them right where you want them. You want them to give them a dig. I'm like very encouraging right here. Sounds like you have. I'll get it started. It's a roast now. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Brews and Bruins podcast, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins diehards, maybe Pride diehards, definitely DraftKings, sure, Raycon, maybe if it's still August, um, if it's September, maybe I don't know. We don't. We we don't know. Uh, welcome to the Brews and Bruins podcast. Um, I'm here again with Eric Ripperson, and we got Young again as well, and. This time around, we're going to be talking, if you listen to the last episode, we teased it a, a hell of a lot. And so if you don't know and you listen to that, you weren't paying attention and need to go back because we got David Pasternak on tap. Um, before we get into the player, let's get into the drinks. You guys have something else for us this episode. What you got? So cool to meet you for the first time, Drew. In yeah. case this one drops first, but... yeah, we're, I'm just gonna pull a reverse, yeah, <laughs> just to fuck with people. So, we've got another couple of hearty beverages that do not come close to passing the Drew test. Uh, these are from a brewery called Finback, they're like right around the corner from us. Um, they do a lot of IPAs and they like to do a lot of the thing where like they take like the 
like the base recipe and just like change one or two things and make a whole new beer out of it. Um, I've got Oscillation, which is a double IPA. It I've looked all over this can, dude, and it does not have an ABV on it, which is scary and borderline illegal. But uh, I looked it up on my Untapped app. It is an it is an eight point five. Mm, that is hefty. Tasteability is coming in at a Patrice Bergeron thirty seven. <laughs> Everything is thirty seven. Um, drinkability. This one's it's certainly tasty and that's what makes it easy to drink because i just want to keep drinking it but i'm not this is not a lawn mowing beer by any stretch so i'm gonna give this a chris wagner 14 ruins legend ruins legend (laughs) well i am drinking a beer called out to lunch and this is uh what is dda chicken Double dry hopped. Double dry hopped India Pale Ale from Finback Brewery in our neighborhood. And this also does not pass the, what is this? The Drew test. Drew That's test. Drew. Drew test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drew's brew test. Um, Out to lunch feels clean because uh, you don't have to work. You're out to lunch. And uh, <laughs> drinkability, I think this is a lot more drinkable than maybe yours because I think I could just keep drinking this. So those KCBCs that we had were like both 7.2. This mm-hmm. one's 8.5 and yours is 6.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that might have something to do with it. Seven and eight, it's a little harder. I'll taste yours later. But first, <laughs> we got to see what Drew's drinking. Oh, you know, for those who didn't listen to last episode, we got it down east. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> clean it out my fridge, if you couldn't tell. This is literally my last one. I have to go to the store at some point um, before the weekend. But we have a down east, the uh, pumpkin version. I almost said pumpkin spice, but this isn't Starbucks or uh, Dunkin's spiced pumpkin stuff um this is a down east and it's good it's 37s all around i don't even need to taste it <laughs> don't you think it's a little early for the pumpkin spice stuff though oh, eric <laughs> there you <laughs> sure it is but not for down east down east never too early for down east um well maybe it is just beware um <laughs> anyway we have david foster here and um, it, I was told to segue into this. Young, what's your origin story, as Eric had said? Or, uh, you know, we, we talked in the last episode that the, Eric's favorite was Marshawn. Why is Pasternak one of your favorites? Um, I don't know if it's quite an origin story, but I didn't really watch a lot of hockey growing up. Because, um, you know, um, like my dad would explain football, basketball and whatnot, but he was never a hockey guy. Mm -hmm. My mom used to date a hockey guy when she was younger. So, you know, him and hockey doesn't really go. So when I first started dating this guy, he tried to like make me go watch hockey at bars. So that's when I started getting into it. And, um, you know, he said he's a Bruins fan. So, you know. We started watching the Bruins together, and I really liked Lucic. They sent him away. 
I really liked Riley Smith. <laughs> they sent him away. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, I like, but you know, I really love Patrice, but like there is something very holy about him. So I mm-hmm. was not really like I admired him, but like I couldn't like I just like, you know, put him on that pedestal and it's like, oh, <laughs> so one day I am watching a game and uh, there's this like furry looking kid just <laughs> skating around and uh, his energy was so, you know, so bright that I was like, who's that kid? And that was David Pasternak. Uh, and uh, we love pasta so much. And uh, one of my friends lived in the Czech Republic. So uh, we wanted to visit, but that was the year of uh, you know, COVID <laughs> shutdown mm-hmm. <laughs> because they were supposed to go play in Czechia and then they were also supposed to go play a game in uh, Germany. But, you know, that whole shutdown right. <laughs> ruined that <Yeah>. trip. <laughs> but ever since that day I saw him on ice, I was like, I'm going to like that kid. And uh, he has been making me happy ever since that is my baby i am wearing 88 right now yes. so that's the jersey that i would wear when we go to games and stuff i i will say about david pasternak so he is like a couple months older than me so he's 27 and 90 days i turned 27 in like a couple weeks so he always reminds me of like where i could be you know, like what, what could, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't go down that road of NHL players. No, dude. no. It's going to get worse. Kidding. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's a one out of a million kind of thing, but it also just like this kid's like my age. Like I'm trying to figure out life as this young adult. And so is he, but he's this like superstar out there. Oh, and it's just weird because, that. you know, I, I was growing up watching all these, like they seemed like they were like, 50 to me i didn't know when i was six how old adults were and so now it's just like wow these kids are my age and i i can't do that look i'm closer to age in chara than poster now so. <laughs> <laughs> and no, i'm still living but everyone does that like when you're a kid you watch sports and like you don't know like that an 18 year old is still like a kid like to, to right. you it's like they might as well be a full-grown adult when really like Right. Then when, exactly. once you're like 25, and you're like, oh, these rookies are like younger than me. But then <laughs> why do they have acne? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually it gets to the point where like even the, like the guys retiring are just like your age <laughs> or my age. Yeah. It's like, and oh, so... okay. Yes. They're retiring and their career is over. <laughs> and it's like, wait a second. Um, but let's talk some posture knock for those who can't don't know it off the top of their head or can't Google it that are listening. Um, 61 goals, 52 assists, 113 points. We could dive into some fancy stats if you guys want, but I don't have them in front of me and Chris isn't here to do it for us. Um, But David Pasternak, what are your thoughts on this past season where I'll repeat, he scored 61 goals, 52 assists, 113 points. I mean, his career high to that point was 95 points. He scored 113. Like, he just exploded this season. And it was just a lot of fun to watch. Like, uh, you know, if I if I were rating Brad Marchand's season, I would give him extra points for beating the shit out of Rem Pitlick. 
David Pasternak gets extra points this year because uh, that last uh, Flyers game towards the end of the season where we were in Philly, he famously scored a hat trick and we were there. And I finally got to rid myself of that hat I'd been carrying yes. around, trying to throw it on the ice at every game I went to uh, and coming up short. So like, man, that game, it's just like, it's so bittersweet because we were just on, we were just riding so high, not trying to like bring it down or anything, but man, that's like my last happy memory at this point, like being at the <laughs> Flyers game and David Posnock scoring a hat trick. It was incredible. Um he played all 82 games. I feel like he doesn't always. He didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> played 82 games, career high, goals, assists, and points. Uh, scored that Hattie. Um, I just, you know, a lot of people like to give him shit about turning over the puck. And I think that, you know, think about it and guys that have the puck a lot are going to turn it over more just because it's on their stick more. You know, if you're not on the mm -hmm. ice to have the puck, you don't have to worry about turning it over because no one's passing to you. When you're a superstar, it's just one of those little things that you notice. And that said, though, I think if he cleans up the turnovers, this guy's ceiling is in the stratosphere. You know, like I think he could be – I this contract that he signed, 11 point – Seven five, eleven point two five. Either way, hold on, she's got it. What's that contract? Eleven five. It's eleven point two five. Well, if they had given yeah. him eleven point seven five, you know, when like you paid for something and it was a couple months ago, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. It's like I don't know, I don't notice it now. That contract is gonna look beautiful because he is going to. He could be. I'm gonna say it. I think he could be the next Ovechkin. Boom. By the way, his Putting cap hit, according to Cap Friendly, is about uh, over 60000 a day, um, which I would love to just sit back and make 60000 a day. I guess not sit back. but For David Pasternak, <laughs> I'm good for it, bro. I'm good for it. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm I'll just give him saying, 60K you know, a year. of the same age as him, I should be oh, no. 60K a day. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Um. Yeah, young. What are your, what are your thoughts on the uh, on his on his season? Yeah, I think the whole turnovers thing. Um, I think he has cleaned that up a little bit this season. Um, I don't think I saw it as much. And um, today I was listening to something, and they were talking about how like Pasta's line with Krejci and Zaka, they threw so many hits, and um, you know. I think he is getting stronger to defend himself. And now that he has a daughter, he knows that he'll have to be stronger to fight off any dad energy, <laughs> any, any other, you know, kit that would come in his child's way to protect that one. So I think he's gotten a lot stronger. Um, you know, what I am a little bit disappointed in is like, you know, we have this contract and this contract shows that he's a superstar. And, you know, in the playoffs, I don't think he showed up his star power. Like, you know, there were so many games when, uh, you know, that Kubu had Matthew Kachuk was just flying around like a little cat. And uh, that made him seem so much better. But, you know, 
recently there was that release of the 10 best wingers and uh, Pasta is number one. So there are many reasons why he should be number one and he should show it off a little more. With that being said, I think he's finding himself more, um, but just like Marchand, I think without Krejci, like he worked his ass off to bring Krejci back and now he will have to, he's probably gonna be with Zaka and Zaka has to rise to be that center that could support Pasta and like have that good balance. So you mentioned him getting stronger. Hmm. I just Googled how much did David Pasternak weigh his rookie year? And I've got an article from Bleacher Report and there's just a delicious quote in here <laughs> from 2014, presumably. And I quote, at 5'10 and weighing 165 pounds, there's just no way for the shifty forward to be competitive against the larger, meaner, and faster players that populate the league. Uh, how much do you think David Pasternak weighs now? Not 165. He does not weigh 165. He weighs 370. <laughs> At an astonishing 370 pounds. <laughs> Well, that's one ninety five. One so he's when you say he's gotten stronger, that's not like that's not just the eye test. He's put on thirty pounds, and that's what you know. Right. These kids, they do come into the league, and they're like string beans. But mm -hmm. some guys can put on the weight, and some can't because it's hard to like put on mass when you're burning three thousand calories a night. So yeah. he's successfully, you know. I don't think Alex Ovechkin was as big as he is now when he was a rookie. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> David Pasternak's going to catch Wayne Gretzky. Uh, I'm just saying it now. You can clip that Ooh. if you want. Oh, <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's hard to say he disappointed in any way this year. Uh, I mean, playoffs may be a different story, but we're, we're talking regular season at the moment. and um, Yeah, I mean, 113 points speaks for itself obviously a huge part of that team um and thankfully with this contract going to continue to be for a long time um just i don't know every season he seems to get better and now i guess is like the prime poster knock right he's he's 27 this season and you're 28 and you're 29 and in hockey that seems to be around you know you 25 to 30 range is where you you hit that 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 peak um so i i think i'll start transitioning us into the letter grades this time around that's gonna have to be an a for me i mean just going from 77 points albeit in 72 games and then you see him with 113 you've seen him in the you know 95 you had mentioned was his highest in the past and 61 goals you kidding me <laughs> It's a lot of meatballs to fit onto a meme. Wacky man. Yeah, it's it's not. So I'm gonna. I, I, I gotta go A. What do y'all think? Uh, I would have to agree. With so many goals, so many assists, uh, less turnovers than before, and uh, he's like I said, he's protecting himself. He's throwing a lot of hits. 
there were like times when I was like, oh my God, he's a star player. Should he be <laughs> throwing himself that much to hit that guy? But Chucky's doing it. Uh, Pasta's doing it. And when the big guys do those things, the other guys will just follow their steps. So I think that's a good move. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, you can feel the sweat because new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for getting five bucks. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. C-C- dkng.com slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply okay back to the show sorry guys i uh i'm giving them an a minus and it's (laughs) you know i i say clean up the turnovers a little bit don't think that's a huge deal. I mean, with the, for 60 goals, fuck the turnovers, right? Yeah, with Lucic, though, like, I think that would be possible. Because <laughs> if anybody's coming after Pasto. Right? We got the old enforcer back. So, Drew, without looking, uh, Pasta's rookie year was 14-15. When was his first point-per-game season? Hmm... It's literally right in front of me, so I have to cover my eyes. Um, I appreciate you. You're very honest. His first point per game season, I want to say his third season. It was his fifth season. He came fourth. I mean, he scored 80 in 82, so just not quite. But his first true blue point per game season didn't come until his fifth season. I'm just saying, like, he went from like a half a point a game player to a point a game player, to 113 motherfucking points in 82 games. I just think as long as we keep our expectations of him super high, there is no expectation he can't meet. I think just just say Wayne Gretzky and see if he comes close. You know what I mean? Like I, He doesn't actually have to do it, but I just think if you keep your expectations for this kid super, super high, there's... He's up for the challenge. I mean, he's got 301 career goals and nearly 600 games. You know, he's over half a goal a game. That's that's pretty impeccable. He's over a point a game player in his career, for sure. 617. Oh, on the career, yeah. Boston, baby. 
Hell yeah. Six one seven. Six one seven nine three one one AAF. I don't know who's gonna remember that. I don't know how long AAF stuck around. I moved to New York. Anyway. WAAF. No, WAAF. I don't I didn't know their phone number, but I, I know this, I was gonna say, is it still six one seven nine three one one AAF? They only have email now. Times have changed. <laughs> We're giving our um, age away. Yeah, that cat's out of the bag. Mm. Uh, I will say, as we kind of deal with Marshawn, you know, we're nearing the beginning of the season now. Um, I mean, to get to a C, does Pasternak have to put in another 113 points for you? Or can we, can we say he definitely overachieved last year? And, you know, where would you be okay with? What would be the lower threshold where you'd say, yeah, that's, that's where I expected him to be. If you could put a number to it. Wait, to give him the C? For this season, to me, like, yes, he met my expectations for oh, the 20 oh. for this coming season. What, what, How many goals or points or whatever do you think you need to see? If you could put a number on it. Obviously, there's all sorts of different factors, but if he played 82 games again. Honestly, the 113 is pretty impressive. So I would just say if he can hit that again or better, then I'll give him the A. I'll give him the. You'll the give minus. him not the minus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll take the minus off. Just, just <laughs> do it again for good measure, please, pasta, and we'll be good. Yeah, I think last year was kind of hard for him for many reasons. This year is a little bit different. I hope he's starting off on a happy, happier note. Um, with that being said, though, he doesn't have Krejci. And um, I was actually uh, re-listening to the Zaka episode because I think Zaka is a very important factor for pasta. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't be disappointed if he doesn't hit 113. I think 113 is just amazing, and it's ridiculous how good these guys are nowadays in hockey. Like, you know, uh, when Eric was mentioning that, like, Marshan went from – third place with 69 points to 63rd with 67 points. It's kind of ridiculous how many points some of these guys are getting. But I hope we see the magic even without Krejci and like, you know, that almost the check line <laughs> makes it work. And Two out uh, of three ain't bad. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. So I hope uh, like, like 100 <laughs> would be good. Just, just throw up a hundred. Just throw up a hundred points. <laughs> Make no, it nice and easy. Triple digits—that's an A for me. Absolutely, exactly. that's an A for me. If he can hit triple digits again, and kind of like I said with Marshawn, I feel like he kind of needs to be. I mean, he doesn't need to pick up the pace and goals at all, like I said about Marshawn. But he has to be the guy. He has to be the main producer. He has to be the point leader for them because, like. I don't know, no offense to Milan Lucic, but if he's leading us in points, there's an issue. <laughs> Unless David Krejci suddenly comes back and Nathan Horton too, and they, they go forward again. Well, wait a minute. That's that's David Krejci's music. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> hey, quick question. Was When was Baby Pasternak born? Baby Pasternak? This yeah. summer. Oh, it was over the summer? Yeah. Okay. okay. Remember that video when uh, Pasta was in the park or something and Lucic comes with his, like, big shoulders? 
Because, okay, but Bert, Bertuzzi's baby was born during the season, right? I was just, what, honestly, I bring it up because I was Bertuzzi, wondering. Bertuzzi, we broke up with him. It's true, it's true. But I was just wondering, how does, like, having, like, your first child, like, forget just having, like, a newborn baby. When it's your first one, I imagine that, I mean, you're an NHL player, but you're still a dad. So you probably got some, it's affecting your sleep sapping your energy like but he's got that great contract so i hope he has extra nannies uh, i mean he'll be fine i i'll bet he's so in the groove now he's probably like got the dad thing down you know what i mean no yes. maybe the baby's as chill as pasta yeah. and just like <laughs> i think if you have it in the off season too like if you have a baby in the off season it's kind of evidence that like it was definitely planned after the cup before the draft, like that's mm. exactly. <laughs> hey, actually, if my math is correct, that means that like baby making season's coming up if you're an NHL player. So. Mm, there you go. Yeah, the EFS. <laughs> um, on that note, any other thoughts on David Pasternak and the timing of? his child coming into the world. <laughs> He's going to have that dad strength. He's going to have that dad strength, man. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be great for a long time. Uh, like the whole number retiring, we are going to see 88 hanging in TD. Like, you know, if you see, like, it's the youngest Boston Bruin player to do this and that, and it's just... That's our child. I got one last question for, for you, Drew. Ooh. Is the first line opening night, I mean, you know, in all but name, right? It doesn't really matter. But in terms of if you're filling out your score sheet, who is the first line? Is the first line the line with Pasternak on it, the line with Brad Marchand on it, or do you, you think we're going to see them reunited and just take away any question? I think – the first line on opening night is going to be Marjaka Sta. I think it might be Charlie Coyle on the first line that they go first. Um, I kind of talked about this with, I don't know, one of the guys. I don't think we, I've had, we've had the three of us hosts on at the same time in a while. Um, that I think that. At least to start with, you definitely have to put Marshawn and Pasternak on that first line because I think you need the star power there. Um, and you know, for so long they could just put Marshawn and Pasternak—sorry, uh, Marshawn and uh, Bergeron together—and that's fine. And then Pasternak can play on the second line and spread that wealth. They might be in the situation where, if they're feeling like, "Hey, we need to have this dominant first line," you have to have them together. I don't know. But it's also important to spread that wealth. So, Monty, I'm glad it's not my decision. I'm glad Monty oh, yeah. has to do it. Honestly, I, it's fun to talk about. If it was actually me, like, gun to my head, I would I would crumble. I would melt. It's, I mean, it, this past regular season, it felt like uh, Jim Montgomery had, like, the best job in the world. These guys were just rolling, and they were just beating everybody. They didn't have to do anything. Yeah, just, like, who, which, you know. He just draws like, up a play, you do that, and yeah, <laughs> you know, it was perfect. <laughs> with that roster, he could just throw anyone out there, and then 
but we're not going to talk about what happened after that. Just saying, I agree. Jim Montgomery, he's, he's got a tough job, and I think this season especially, it's like, okay, now do it again, only all these guys that were on expiring contracts and had career seasons are getting paid somewhere else. So now you got the ragtag group of million dollar one year contracts figure it out Monty. <laughs> million dollar oldies <laughs> all righty well thank you very much to you both for coming on um i'll have to happen again sometime any any last words to the listeners out there or to uh chris and cam in their absence they can't they can't clap back right now so you got them you got them right where you want them you want them to give them a dig i'm like very encouraging right here sounds like you have i'll get it started now. it's a roast now <laughs> nah man chris and cam are the best uh it would be cool to come back and be able to do a pod with them too and uh hopefully there are some bruins games going on when that happens so Absolutely, and yeah. We go to all the local games, so uh, if anybody's in town for, you know, any New York or New Jersey games, love to have more friends to go to the games with, so. That's true. We're your boots on the ground, so, like, if you need any special reports about the vibes at any game at Prudential or uh, Madison or... UBS. UBS. Uh, and, yeah, if any of Bruins fans want to grab a beer, man... Brews and Bruins. Hell yeah. Yes, we'll definitely, if I'm ever down there, for sure, we'll be grabbing a beer. Um, and anyone else out there, just find them and have a beer. Give give, <laughs> give them beer. Give us beer, everyone. It's the I'll be the guy getting dragged out of the place. There you go. Yes, exactly. If you're not getting kicked out, you're doing something wrong. That is the final word for Bruce and Bruins. The Hockey Podcast Network <laughs> podcast, Bruins Diehards, Pride Diehards, DraftKings, Raycon, maybe. We don't know. Is it August? You be the judge. Goodbye. <laughs>